Welcome. My name is Doug Simcox, and I'm here today with my co-host Sam Swearinger. Now, today, Sam and I are writing for the brand BTC Beyond the Shoots. Today, Sam and I are going to catch up, discuss some current events, and some upcoming rodeos that you will want to check out. Sam, we are right smack dab in what the Cowboys, the rodeo athletes, the cowgirls call Cowboy Christmas. For our listeners, can you describe that a little bit, the busyness and, and what's out there? Well, the Cowboy Christmas is what they call over the 4th of July run for the reason there are so many rodeos and so much money that can be made. Uh, you can go to something almost every day. Uh, Colton tells me his schedule and it's just uh, it's just amazing what, what you can get to, especially in the time events where they have slack at all these rodeos. He's competing uh, in slack at most all of them where there's 100 plus deer wrestlers and it, it just it, you can get to so many more and it's just a great thing for the contestants to have the opportunity to go to numerous numerous rodeos you can't get to near all of them. Yeah. And so that many rodeos, that many opportunities, two things. Number one, a lot of planning, a lot of scheduling out what makes sense logistically. And that gets a little tougher as we've talked. If you're traveling with a bunch of other guys. Yeah. And it, uh, yeah, it, it is logistically a nightmare basically. <laughs> right. uh, the one guy that, Colton's traveling with the senior leader and the crew, I guess. Uh, he would, had to go to Calgary, mm-hmm. and the, uh, the rest of the crew didn't get invited up there. Okay. So okay. they had to split up, and he, I guess, probably flew up and rode somebody else's horse and uh, placed in a round. I thought he was really going to do good, mm-hmm. uh, but came back on a second one and just missed the nose to really do good but that's that's rodeo you, you know bet. you bet. so yeah it, it uh they they try to keep the buddy system of four in the truck going together and at the same time but if some people make the short round some people don't you know it, it gets split up and gets hectic so in the old days i had heard that as a rough stock rider i might enter two or three rodeos that actually are opposite each other, meaning I have to choose one, two, or three, and I wait till the draw comes out. So where, which, which rodeo is going to give me the best opportunity based on the horse or the bull that I've drawn? Um, are they still doing that, do you know? I'm sure they are. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's as prevalent because they kind of know they're, where they want to go. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm sure they're still doing it. That's playing the game to take your best opportunity to win. They, and they even enter because I think in the system now you can't be out two rodeos the same day. Oh, okay, okay. So they might even, if they, they don't want to get up at a big rodeo on a certain day, they might enter a small rodeo without the intention of ever going. I see, okay. And, and then... Uh, which which is really rough on the contractors because mm-hmm. it takes up a spot with somebody in the show and they never intended to be there in the first place and it, uh, it yeah it it just isn't 
really fair to the contractors. They got to bring more livestock and everything, and they don't get to use it. Right. So, right. But and, that's playing the game. And it's playing, playing the, game. the game. And all the loopholes, right? And it's Cowboy Christmas, so I want to maximize my my earning potential. But I got to say, before I leave the house, logistically, I know I've got a bunch of miles I got to drive. I'm maybe flying in the middle of all of it. And all that is a big investment just in travel and entry fees and that sort of thing. So before I leave the house, Sam, I've got a big investment. It, it is astronomical, <laughs> to say the least, you know. Uh, it. Yeah, fuel and entry fees and food. And if you do stay in motels, most people don't. Mm -hmm. uh, they have their horse trailers or uh, whatever. But uh, or they're just on the road all night, just sleeping in the van. Mm -hmm. But uh, it, it is uh, entry fees alone are at those big events. You know, anywhere from a hundred to three hundred dollars. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. It, uh, it makes it a very expensive game, but uh, it's, hobbies are expensive, so uh, go ahead. <laughs> Enjoy it. Go. There you go. <laughs> and and uh, every so often, I'll see a posting comes through about a roper or a dogger or something like that. You know, how many, how many dollars they won during that cowboy Christmas period. Um, and I'm seeing numbers like $25,000 gets won in that pretty short amount of time. So good earning potential out there. But again, boy, if you're running a business and rodeo is a business, uh, you've got a big investment for you ever leave the house. Yeah. And, uh, your investment is from what you, if you wanted to do this, since you're six years old, you invested your life into it to get there. That's exactly along right. with a lot of other people. Oh. And, uh, your parents have been. Your parents have invested a lot more than you <laughs> <That's>, have. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. I, uh, you know, we did high school rodeos, of course. You know, we were around the high school um, rodeo athletes uh, announcing and putting on rodeos. And they travel in some pretty nice rigs, um, some big money rigs. You know, mom and dad are investing the money, and they're spending lots of time out on the road. Um I'd done some checking, you know, a nice rolling horse trailer, maybe a three or four place. You're upwards of $100,000, Sam. It's crazy the amount of money just for the gooseneck horse uh, trailer with living quarters. Of course, you can get slide outs and everything in them now. So um, big money. And then, then don't forget you got a big old truck or uh, a freight liner or whatever, <laughs> right? And, and you can, about 100000 you can get you a, a pickup truck that'll pull it pretty easy. Or for about 200000 you can put them into, uh, get into one of these freight liners. So a big, big money before you ever leave the house. Yeah. It, uh, and it, just because you have a big truck and trailer doesn't make you win. Right, um, right. <laughs> but, um, but yes, the sky's the limit. You know, you, you say two hundred thousand. Well, you can spend more than much more than that <laughs> on just the truck, right? Or just the trailer. It just depends where you want to go. But right. uh, most of the people that uh, are really running up down the road as rodeo contestants mm -hmm. don't do that because it's harder to get them in and out uh, of these yeah. grounds and. It, it uh, the ones that are the high school 
people and like that do it more because they're it's more of a family mm-hmm. weekend you know they're going and camping out and they're doing things for the kids that uh you know carrie always said you know you can pay it now or pay it later yeah. so yeah let's let's do it now well we're achieving something right and uh right it, it, it makes perfect sense you know if you try to keep your kids on the right track oh to start abs- with absolutely it, it, it avoids a lot of a lot of pain in the future sometimes. that's 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 exactly right that's exactly right absolutely um so what have you been up to sam what do you what have you been doing still upstate new york still in upstate new york yeah and uh haven't been real busy you know there for a few weeks i was running like crazy doing hay and uh but uh things have slowed down and uh doing a little fixing around the house and finally went up to the farm and started doing a little cleaning and work up there and catch tens are all falling down and mm-hmm. need to get a little welding done and Let's try to improve things a little better around you here. Bet. You bet. Always something to do on the farm, right? Always. Always. <laughs> Whether you want to do it or not, absolutely something to do. Absolutely. Come back, look at it, and say, oh, I don't want to get into that today. But, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, well, I had kind of a, Lauren and I had kind of a busy weekend. We uh, went to Rochester, Minnesota. Uh, my nephew, Ty, and his fiance Allie, got married over the weekend, so... Went up, beautiful bride, uh, uh, Ty, he looked handsome. And uh, I got to tell you, lots and lots of great people we met up there. Just the families were great and um, and had a really, really, really nice time. And uh, before I went, of course, stopped off in Cedar Falls on the way in Iowa. Uh, we drove out. I got a haircut. And some folks, Sam, with the haircuts, they like to show up to a wedding like Bam, you just came from the barber chair, you know? <laughs> not me. Not me. I I wanna I wanna look like I planned ahead, that my hair just kinda always looks, you know, ready. So um went in and Eli, my nephew, just started cutting hair um with my sister who owns the shop. And I sat down in the chair and I said, Eli, I said, I've got a wedding to go to this weekend. Imagine I'm here two weeks from now. I want it to look like <laughs> that. <laughs> and he uh, did. He did. He did. Uh, but, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's good that at our age we still have some hair. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That was <laughs> that was very, very nice. So good to good to see family and hang out. We had a nice trip back on um on uh Monday. And just uh, just kind of catching up now because we're gonna we're gonna be headed east to the northeast, Sam, up in your general area, uh, headed up to New Hampshire. We've got uh, we've got family up there that we're gonna be hanging out with for about a month, and um, just yeah, some small projects while we're up there. Gonna do a little driving, a uh, couple tracks up there I've never been to, so gonna gonna haul the uh, Celica up there. And uh, do a little road racing while I'm there. And the cool thing is that car, Sam. It's also street legal, so I can I can go get groceries or or tool around and go see things. A little bit loud and a little bit obnoxious looking, but for the most part, it's okay. 
Maybe you get some looks from the curb, huh? <laughs> I do. I do. I do. Um, some other stuff going on, podcast updates, brand new website is under construction. I've got Ben and Tyler. They are going to work. And what's neat about those two guys. Now, Tyler, he's helping me build a porch here and he's a designer. He's got that eye. Um, and then, uh, how to make it look. And then Ben, he's the guy who says, tell me what you want. I'll do exact. I'll build it to do exactly what you want, but um, you you make it look nice. I'll make it function. So we've got that going on. We'll see where that goes. Um, excited about that because you know a lot of the stuff, Sam, that we do, we do a lot of research to get ready for for our conversations. Um, we'll talk about some of that here in a bit, but we want a place so we can put those links up online. Some of the research we're doing. Um, and some of the information we're, we're finding as we go and do that research. So well, definitely want to put that up on the website. Um, and then a poster. We, uh, Tyler, who de- who who's helping with the website, uh, he designed a brand new poster for us. He designed our logo, the BTC logo, the brand. And um, we're just now starting to get that out into the world just a little bit. Uh, I sent you a picture of it, Sam. What'd you think of that poster? Looked nice, Doug. Yeah, Looked good. Yeah, and the boy's got talent, huh? He does. Yeah. He does. Really yeah. nice job. And what's cool? It's got a QR code on it, and we're going to post this up. Um, it's going to be at Attica on on your brother's on your brother's trailer. Um, so while you're waiting for the food, and you gotta go to you gotta go to Mike and Robin's there, and uh, and uh, poutine, right? That's what they serve poutine that's the specialty yeah so can you describe poutine for our listeners and kind of where you might have had poutine for the first time (laughs) (laughs) well uh poutine is a a french dish Mm -hmm. and uh french can quebec french canadians i guess i don't know if it's from france also but uh, it's very popular up there and it it is uh Fresh cut potatoes with some kind of gravy with mm-hmm. cheese curds on it. Mm-hmm. And it is very, very good, like most cholesterol food is. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, actually, I, I had some the other day. We had a lot of family in over at the lake over the 4th of July for yeah. my. Uh, Aunt and Uncle's 70th wedding anniversary and uh, 70th. 60th. I'm sorry. Oh, 60th. Okay. Man. That's yeah, my parents' 70th here. Are you? Oh, wow. It was their 60th. Okay. But okay. Uh, Mike had some up there and it'd been a while since they had it. And it's very, it, it's it's just good. And yeah. They do a lot of different twists, you know, with put barbecue beef or pork on it. And yeah. it, it's, it's delicious, you know. Yeah. French fries, anything on French fries is going to be pretty good. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Cheese curds. And, it's got all the food products on it. Yeah, and probably up at uh, Saint Pete, Quebec, is probably the first time I ever had it. <laughs> right. When I first seen it, I, it's kind of like, what the heck is this stuff? <laughs> right. Kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's go. It's good. <laughs> so when you, now you got to get it when you go to St. Tite. I mean, there's just no way around it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Mike's going to have his food trailer, so you got to check him out. He's going to be at Attica 
We'll be talking about that rodeo here in just a little bit. Um, and uh, that, look for our posters up on the side of that trailer. It's um, got a QR code on it, Sam. So when you walk up, you point your phone at it, it takes you right to our media page, which says, do you want to listen on Spotify? Do you want to listen on uh, Apple Podcasts? So real quick, get in. But uh, while you're waiting for the food, uh, more than enough time to uh, to go ahead and get signed up. And, of course, like it, follow it, uh, share it, do all that good stuff with it. Uh, so I hope you enjoy the posters. And uh, you see your name was on that poster, Sam? I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah, pretty prominently I displayed it, but there. I see it's on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might chase people away. Well, but, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. He, and, and another thing about the poutine, Doug, it's yeah. so popular up yeah. in Quebec. They have it at the McDonald's and all the fast oh, food wow. restaurants okay. up there. Okay. So, it's a, it's yeah. a base staple up there. Absolutely. Yeah. Very, very cool. And then uh, some other updates on podcasts. Uh, we've got a new sponsor, Sam, Parasite, and it's P-A-R-A-S-I-G-H-T. You want to check them out online, parasite.com. Uh, they, um, uh, they have a, a system where you can send in, let's say you've got a, a couple of horses, Sam, in the pasture. They're out in the pasture. You can send in fecal samples to them. They will. They You go online, you pick up a kit, and they will come back and tell you what specific larva your horse has, what it, the count of the eggs are, and then um, you can take that to your veterinary and get the specific wormer that will eradicate uh, those specific, those specific worms. Um, so it's, uh, we're going to invite you to check that out and we're going to have Eric, the owner of Parasite. He's going to be coming on. He's going to be giving us some, um, some, some information on this, but if you've got a performance horse, if you've got a cow calf operation, he told me on a cow calf, what you would do, Sam is, is, um, test maybe five to 10% of your cows. And that should give you a pretty represent, uh, good representation of what, what kind of infestation you may have. Um, goats, sheep, and they're just rolling out a brand new product for dogs and cats. And what it is is a very quick turnaround. And a lot of vets across the United States now have his parasite system in their offices and i mean they can turn it around very quickly the old-fashioned way is you would you would uh the vet would send it off to a lab and they would do the microscope work and a microscope work i should say and they would come back and tell you what you got going on so they can do it super super quickly so look for more information to come but we are excited to have parasite uh with us as a brand new sponsor you know, you know that's that's something you don't, I would think of it in the spring and the fall, because that's when I would worm the animals. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's something that you don't really think of very often, but it is amazing that you can pinpoint what you need, because I would just switch wormers up from mm -hmm. one, one, one season to the next, and you never knew what you were getting. Yep. And th this is just a fantastic idea or uh, however they do it. it when you first told me about it i was very intrigued and you know if you're feeding your livestock mm -hmm. and we all know feeds are very expensive now mm -hmm. and the worms are eating a lot of it 
that's you're just wasting money absolutely wasting money so yeah yeah and and he and i said okay let's say i roll in 50 head of feeder calves right um uh, i'm gonna grow them out um what do I do? And he said, again, he said he would recommend that you would, you'd, you'd test five to 10% of your herd, right? Of what you have standing. And he said that, he said, while that's a bit expensive through the testing, but it will be very pinpointed. And he said, you'll make it back in weight gain and weight gain, Sam, exactly to your point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we all know feeder calves right now, you know, it, uh, 500 pounder you're going to spend 12 1300 dollars for them you bet you <laughs> it's bet. hard to make money i don't it's difficult i got some feeder steers and stuff and mm-hmm. you know it, it it's it's hard to make money when you're spending that kind of money for them mm-hmm. and it's scary to spend that kind of money on a large amount you know and have 150 200 head around there that if the bottom fell out of it well not a pretty day not a pretty day (laughs) absolutely the future looks bright but it's 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 also scary at the same time absolutely so you know we talk about the business of rodeo and one of the things um i think sam that uh that uh, looking back upon the years of experience we both have one of the things is how can we mitigate the risks um for an individual, for me as a bull rider or a bronc rider or, or you as a roper, how can we mitigate the, the risks that we may face going down the road? And, of course, we're talking, you know, health insurance and life insurance and auto insurance and all those things that can, can really protect us and our families. And here is, as a, as a cattle person, here's a way that we can mitigate the risk. We can improve our, our weight gains. We can shorten the amount of time it's going to take for those cattle to get to market so that when you're talking about being at a high market like we are right now, man, if you're selling fat cattle right now, you're in tall, you're in tall cotton, right? Um, so, so how do you, how do you mitigate those risks? And I, I, I'm excited about Parasite and excited about Eric coming on, telling us about his, uh, about his systems and, uh, what he can provide for us. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I think we're going to learn a lot about it. Parasites. I think yeah. we're going to learn a lot about them. Um, and then Sam, we got a, uh, some listener questions and comments, uh, Dale, uh, remember the last episode we said start right if you want to be a bull rider, junior bull rider, calf rider. We want you to, your advice was to d- develop the seat, um, meaning ride your horse bareback. So um, he, he heard that and um, said his son wasn't too excited. They were going on a fairly long trail ride and his dad said no saddle. No saddle. Now, now, now I push back and I said, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's ease into this. Uh, yeah. You know, you, you might only want to do it 20 minutes instead of four hours. Right. But, uh, right. Uh, and, and one of the things I suggested, Sam, first off, ease into it, just like any of this stuff, it's gotta be fun or we're not going to do it. It's gotta be fun or we're not going to learn. Um, I suggested possibly, now tell me, tell me what you would change here. I suggested maybe um, put him up on the horse, maybe put uh, a rope or something around, around the girth, right, where the girth would go, and have him just 
work on body position and just walk him around looking where he needs to look, keeping his chin down, lifting on his arm just a bit, on his hand. Anything you agree with that? Anything you would add to that? Um, yeah, that, that will definitely help. I don't know if you put, if he wants to ride bareback horses, if you put, put some, a girth around there to get him looking straight down at his hand or you want to look where you want your feet to go. Oh, right at the sh- shoulders. Oh, okay. Of the horse. Okay. Um, okay. Now, but, uh, so on a bareback horse or a saddle bronc horse, you would look where you want, want your feet to go in the spurring motion. And if you're practicing bull riding, calf riding, what would you recommend? Um, basically what you just said and to make sure you stay up over your hand. Don't keep letting it slide back and slide back off your hand. Keep up over them. Don't, don't break it to waste. Okay. You know, reach for the front mm-hmm. but don't break it the waist that mm-hmm. i went to a, a bull riding this week uh and i was watching the guys get on the little bucking machine there they had a mighty bronchi mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. mighty bucky I, I don't know which one it was at this point but they were Almost every one of them was breaking at the waist. If that would have been bucking, it would have smacked them right in the head every jump. I see. I see. Know, okay. Instead of, instead of bowing that chest out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just didn't understand. And I did help a couple of boys and some wanted to listen and yeah. some didn't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's, you can't force them to listen to you. Right. Uh, right. So, and that's okay. You know. But, uh. Yeah, the, the biggest thing when I was just watching them, they were playing around and stuff. They were, every one of them was breaking at the waist. Okay. Instead of poking that chest out and reaching forward. Okay, okay. But, uh, so mm-hmm. practice perfect, right? That's what you always talk about. Exactly. <laughs> Bad habits come easy. You don't yeah. need to enforce them. <laughs> you bet. You bet. You bet. And, and, and more what they're doing is they're feeling an animal, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. When what you told them to do, they're feeling the movement, the withers, the everything underneath them, mm-hmm. and it needs to be second nature. Okay. So okay, that's all good. right, all right, good, good. The other, the other, um, the other question that came up, or kind of uh, wanting a little more information, we had talked about helmets, and you said you're not a phantom on the bucking horses. And he had a little more question about that. Now, I was assuming when we're talking bucking horses, we're talking about the pro rodeo type of horses. Um, um, you you had said you you were worried a little bit about uh, the movement of the the helmet to the weight of the helmets and the bucking motion of the horse. Yes, uh, in saddle bronc riding and bareback riding, your head gets jerked a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had two neck operations from my head getting okay. jerked. Okay. Um, and that's the thing. That extra two pounds or 2.2 pounds, mm-hmm. that's a lot of weight on your head. It is. It is. Uh, when the boys were here and wanting to ride, you know, Dale and Eli, I would have them do stuff to strengthen their neck muscles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
to, so that they can keep their chin down so that it's not going to rip them as, yep. as bad. Yep. Uh, I watched yesterday Calgary mm-hmm. and uh, one of the Hay Boys got on a horse and oh God, it ripped his head. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. about as bad as I've seen. Okay. You know, you want to run behind him and try to catch it. Right. Oh, it was. You could see his father up there. I could. I. I, I was going through his pain. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. damn, my poor kid. Yeah. Uh, but I. I am not a fan because of that. Okay. Everything else, you know, the protectiveness and all that. And if they want to do anything right now, I'd get them working those neck muscles and yeah. strengthen them up. Okay. Okay. It's 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 tough anyway. Yeah. And and it. And I know some of these associations require helmets yep. at a young age yep. on these animals. Yep. And I just don't agree with it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think it it could hurt you more than help you at that point. Yeah. In your life. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I understand that. Um, and in the bareback riding, because of that jerky motion, you see a lot of these guys that'll have a a, a collar or neck collar brace. Right, that'll mm-hmm. support them from from so much of that movement. Um, what do you know about those? And um, I mean, got to be a good thing, I should think. Fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. It it cushions the head, the ripping mm-hmm. uh, back there. Yeah. Um, it it it's a great idea. It it softens the blow, I guess, because it's you're still going to get ripped. Yeah. And your hands stuck in that rigging, and the physics of it. Something's got to give somewhere. Yep. You know, yep. Uh, that's why I pull my back since loose on big horses. You got to let some power go between that animal and, and your saddle. Okay. Uh, something's got to go. Something's got to so, go. Uh, it, it, and it, it, on the bareback riders, most of the time it's their neck, that power going up through there. If that cushions it, it it's really good. Mm-hmm. But you don't see any of those guys wearing helmets mm-hmm. for that reason. Right, right. Uh, and, and, with the neck support, you know, the collar, you see just about every bareback rider has it. Just start with that. Don't wait for an injury. Don't wait for stuff headed your way. Just be just be smart, kind of like the protective vest. Be proactive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Be proactive because you're going to need it if you're moving on. Mm-hmm. Get used to it at a young age and um, mm-hmm. practice perfect. Pa- practice you know, perfect. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The, the more you can do ahead of time, the better. Yeah. And and one of the, talking about practice perfect, uh, one of the other comments that came in, a little, little more question around what is a drop barrel. And I sent the listener off a, a link. Uh, and again, this is stuff we'll be posting up on the website so that they can see, oh, this is what a drop barrel is. And it's a um, non-powered, Sam. Looks like a 55-gallon drum. Um, there's a couple versions out there. They're not terribly expensive. Um, have you, did you have a drop barrel at the house that you work with uh, the boys with? Um, we built one mm-hmm. later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually built one for Dale and for Christmas one year. Mm-hmm. I didn't because I'm not very good that way, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I had it built. But And I did some things wrong. I tried to make it where... I did make it so it would swivel uh-huh. also, uh-huh. so I could move it from side to side, but I don't know if that helped at all. Okay, um, okay. 
they they do have people that build them and they're inexpensive enough that I would go get one and and work on it with your with your kids because uh it 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 did help. I I never heard of a drop barrel till I went to Jerome Davis's and I, what the heck is this thing? And yeah. he, he showed me and at first I kind of scratched my head and didn't think much of it. But as they used it, it's like, wow, yeah, this is good. Yeah. But you have to practice perfect, get out of shape. You know, he, he would demonstrate when guys got out of shape how to turn loose and jump back to the front. If you try to hold on, you're not going to make it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. And they do have them uh, motorized now. A drop Dale, barrel. Yeah. Dalen has one. That, uh, it's got an electric motor on it with a camshaft. It just goes up and down. And, okay. Uh, okay. He can get on it and turn it on himself and ride it for a while and get off it. Okay. And, uh, okay. It, it's really good, actually. Kind of busted Gary's face, I guess, one day. She was pulling something off. It hit the button. It turned on and whacked her. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) Poor girl. She had a black eye. Oh, my goodness. They're really a great tool. And the manual ones are pretty inexpensive. And if you're mechanical at all, you can look at them and build one. It's not that difficult. Yeah. So a little bit of welding capability and that sort of thing? Yep. Okay. Welding and a little bit of steel and, you know, your frame and take a, a 55-gallon drum and crush it a little bit to be more of a shape of a bull and put her on there. Yeah. So this could be a challenge for Dale. He's the one asking the questions about all this stuff. And with, with good uh, with good reason, he's, he's interested in Sawyer, right? Uh, learning the right way, getting the basics of things. So this could be a challenge back to Dale. Hey, get something, get something uh, designed, and, and I know he can weld. He's, he's great mechanically. Uh, get something put together and give us, give us some feedback. Tell us what's working. What do you like? Um, and then Sam practice perfect. We, we, we can't stress that enough. Don't, don't be lazy, right. Uh, in, in, in your posture and, in, in, in not creating a hump in your back. Um, we want to develop positive, positive skills. Exactly. You know, it, it, and I relate it back to wrestling. Uh, I was, I did not know a lot of moves. Mm-hmm. When I wrestled, mm-hmm. but what I knew, I knew extremely well. Yeah, and I was able to use them almost at will. Yeah, because we practiced and practiced and practiced. So when you get on your drop barrel or whatever you're doing to practice, do it right mm-hmm. and overemphasize it so that when you're when you need it, it comes through for you. Yeah, not get on there and break at the hips and, you know, or keep your free arm lower than it should be, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. when you're on your animal, it's going to go that way. Yeah, bet. So you bet. it'll be what you practice. You're creating muscle memory, right? That's, that's the object. That's exactly the term they're all using now mm-hmm. is muscle memory. Mm-hmm. And let's face it. If you have to think about it, it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. It just needs to happen. You bet. So. And, and how long would these drills be? How long does Dalen get on and ride a drop barrel? I mean, is it minutes? Is it 
What do you know? Um, I, I would say it's probably not much more than 30 seconds. Okay. Okay. And he might stop and get off and move around and think about it a little bit and then get back on and, you know, mm-hmm. but it, it doesn't, you don't want to do it to where you're tired. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and then you start doing bad habits. Yeah. You know, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. Once you get tired, you just you're not doing it the way exactly. So do it right. You only got to ride for eight seconds. Right. So, and uh, another thing like the horse riders and that, you know, Carrie's brother Kenny and I were talking one time. Dalen was starting to ride bareback horses, and you know, and I was making them do it perfect. Just lift them every, mm-hmm. you know, on the spur board. Just lift them perfect and mm-hmm. use them leg muscles, and it's going to pull you to your rigging and and do it right and then Kenny said he said at the end I I would go about 15 seconds just as fast and hard as I could spur I see okay and I thought well that isn't helping you control you know we talked I said that doesn't help you keep your control and your tuck and all that stuff he said no but it makes your feet faster and you're not always going to be in that perfect position like you're teaching them I see you're not always going to be there. So just make your feet fast so you can get back to where you want to be. Okay. So just go as fast and hard as you can spur it for 15 seconds and then quit. Don't get tired. And that'll wear you down some too. He said you that bet. 15 seconds is fast and hard as you can. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I got it. Would, it I got makes a, sense. It makes sense. And I got to imagine the drop barrel, whether it's, whether it's 30 seconds like you were talking or the spur board and, We'll probably get some questions, so I may get ahead of that a little bit so we can describe maybe um, next time we get together what a spur board is, right? Um, I got to imagine that's going to point out if you're sore, you know, if your arm gets sore or your legs get a little tired or something, maybe pointing at, hey, maybe a little conditioning or stretching or something to build those muscles. Because uh, it is a different set of muscles than we use when we walk or, or hike, Yes, and very different. <laughs> it, it's it's like anything. If you build the muscles that you're using for the game, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's going to – a pitcher doesn't – that's, that's kind of an uncomparison mm-hmm. because they, everybody uses all kinds of muscles. You, you know, it's you not bet. just your – a pitcher doesn't just use his arm muscles. Right. You know. Right. It, it, it's his stomach, I'm sure, his core, his legs mm-hmm. to get the power to get the ball there. I don't know anything about baseball, yep. but I do know that it's multi-muscles that you're using to for these events. You bet. So, uh, you bet. If the, the more conditioning you can do and then work on specific core, I mm-hmm. think, is mm-hmm. huge on mm-hmm. any one of these rodeo. It doesn't matter. Calf roping, steer wrestling. And bull riding core is just amazing. I think that's why the Amish guys do so well in the start mm-hmm. of things is their core is so powerful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And get out and bale some hay to build that core, right? Go pitch some bales. <laughs> Come on, boys. I need some help. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kathleen calls. She's got 500 bales that she's going to be putting in today. So um, she's, she's well, uh, yeah, yeah. She invited me up to do it. Yeah. She invited me (laughs) up and, and I've, I've done that. I've done that. Um, 
And you're, so, so you're not going? Uh, well, as it turns out, I said, you got to find some folks <laughs> up there local, right? You can't always depend on your dad. And probably after 25 bales, Sam, I'm probably not going to be the best help. I just have to admit mm. it. You know, you I'm, might be surprised compared to the other help. <laughs> I'm, I'm not in hay baling condition. <laughs> I don't think any of us are. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I like the kind of hay you make, which you go pick up with a big tractor. <laughs> yeah, but that other's good for you. Oh, the other's Especially good the for young kids. Oh, absolutely. That pitchfork. There's nothing better for poor. Yeah, that's exactly right. Pitchfork and a shovel. Absolutely. So, and I like where we're going with this. You know, um, we gotta, we gotta build the muscle. So we have muscle memory. We gotta build the muscle. So we have strength and we're going to, we're going to use those specific muscles. As you said, your baseball analogy, your pitcher analogy. Absolutely. And Sam, the better condition I'm in, the better these muscles that don't naturally get used as much, except when I'm riding a bronc or I'm riding a bull, it's got to help me with keeping my injuries down as well. I'm sure. I, I, you know, a big injury, you're not going to stop at a knee or something like that. But if you do get a sore or tear your knee up, you better strengthen the muscles around it to protect it. You bet. So uh, you bet. the more more physical condition you are, it's it's got to help immensely. You, you know, immensely you for bet. what what these kids are doing. Yep. And and when we talk about the business of rodeo, we are talking about developing the skills. We are talking about building the muscles, being in good condition. Pay attention when you get off. Are you a bit winded? Maybe we need to work a little bit on some aerobic exercise to get our to get our breathing capacity where it needs to be. Everything, it's 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 amazing, Sam. It's only eight seconds. But it's amazing. Do you ever get off a of bronc and and uh, be a little bit short of breath? Well, I have. <laughs> Because my neck wouldn't allow me to breathe there when oh, I had oh, a neck injury. Oh, but oh. In, in this context, uh, uh, Tim O'Connell, three-time world champion bareback rider, yeah. we were talking one day. Yeah. And he yeah. said, you know, and a state champion wrestler. You bet. You bet. Which need to be in physical, very good physical condition to be at that level. Mm-hmm. Um he said he, he made the NFR a couple of times and he got there and he did good on the good horses and the, the rank ones just beat him up. And he went back and got a personal trainer that he said, put, put me through the ropes. He said, just worked me and worked me. And he said, then the next year it was a different story. Okay. When, when okay. he went to the NFR, he beat up on those rank horses that just, beat up on him the year before you bet and it was all about the really intense and he said it and i'm sure it was very intense conditioning that you they, bet. They you, put bet. Him through. you bet and and you know we talk about wrestling condition what does that take to be on the mat you know for as long as that is and in as much energy is as we're uh, using up um but we also talk about bull riding condition and bronc riding condition and team roping condition and all those things. So there's, um, I think we got to do a little research on this, Sam. I know there's resources out there that'll point you at, and no matter what, I think, no matter what, I think anything that strengthens your core, like you were talking, 
anything that strengthens your core, pitchfork, baling hay, carrying, carrying mm. buckets of grain, any of that stuff is, is the stronger the core, the better you are. And a, and a girlfriend barrel racer, you know, yeah. carry your water, carry your hay. You Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. Well, let her, let her get, be get a gentleman you. about it. It helps you in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now be careful how you explain that maybe to that barrel oh. racer. No, hon, I mm. want you to tote the hay because it's good for your core. <laughs> be choiceful, be choiceful, be choiceful. So we're going we're gonna to do a little more research on, on conditioning um, and some of the possible resources that are out there. For, and it isn't, you're right. It isn't just for bronc riders and bull riders. It's for, you better have a lot of core strength if you are a steer wrestler, Sam. Yes, <laughs> maybe may the most. <laughs> maybe the most, absolutely. Because I've learned so much with Colton doing it now. Uh, yeah, it, it's not just getting down there and the big guys just having the strength. You got to get up over those horns and push down on that and bring it around. And so to get up over those horns, it takes a huge amount of core strength. Yep. Huge. You bet. Yeah. You bet. And I think uh, the better condition you are to ride your event, the better condition you are to travel down the road. And we talked about that earlier, the amount of miles and time. You know, you're riding eight seconds, but man, you are making a big, you know, six, eight, 10, 12 hour investment in time in travel to get there. Uh, I think you need to be in traveling shape as well. And, and that comes with time. <laughs> it does. But uh, yeah. It, if you look at, you always want to be comfortable mm-hmm. traveling where you can rest yeah. and, and, and get good rest, which will bring the body back better. You quicker. bet. You bet. Um, so if you're not sore when you lay down, because if you're sore and you can't rest and you're twitching and turning and flopping, even mm-hmm. if you're not driving, mm-hmm. uh, which I tried to stay away from. But, uh, <laughs> right. How's that working out for you these days, Sam? How's that it's, working out for you? It's not well. <laughs> it's, it's not well. I got to drive today. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not super far, but uh, anyway, to rest peaceful. Yeah. You know, it, it would help. You bet. By being in better shape. You bet. And and resting peaceful takes me to the mental aspect of rodeo too, right? Can we can we clear our mind? Can we relax? Can we sleep when we need to sleep? You know, can we stay rested? And without without a doubt, then hydration, man, as as hot as it is, and as much as we're going, it is super super easy to get uh, dehydrated. Yes. Um. They're very easy, especially, you know, drinking these energy drinks mm. and all that stuff. Mm. I think that that just makes it tough on you, okay. really tough. Okay. So uh, water, Gatorade, uh, great for you. You bet. Uh, you bet. Energy drinks I don't think are good for anybody. Yeah. Well, they're certainly <laughs> not going to help you rest and sleep as you're going down the road, I can't imagine. No. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> um, and and we are just four days away from the National High School Finals, Gillette, Wyoming, kicking off, Sam. And remember, we got Hayden Pack, our pole bender out of Kentucky. 
Uh, we want to wish her well. Have fun. I, I know we say that every single time. Have fun. And I love your advice as you're as she's sitting in, in the alley ready to go. Run them like you run them at the house. I love it. A, a pole pattern is a pole pattern, right? Uh, they're always going to be in the same place once you <laughs> drop into that pattern. Um, so yeah. any other, any other advice for, uh, for young Hayden as she gets ready to roll? Um, just enjoy your time with your parents. I know yeah. your kids that you're, you're kind of half. Oh, and each kid's different, but, uh, you know, it's your parents. You don't, well, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Uh, enjoy it. You know, yep. this, this, this is the time of your life that you'll look back on and, uh, Hey, wow, that was really neat you doing bet. that. You that bet. was really cool. So enjoy the time and the opportunities you're given. Teach it, treat it as an opportunity. Absolutely. Not as a job. Absolutely. Take some pictures, send them to us, huh? Sam, we'll post them yeah. up. Send them to us. Yeah. Um, uh, record your your journey. Record your adventure. Um, and no doubt these these she knows how to do all this stuff, social media and everything. But my golly, what a great way, you know, when, when you were competing, when you went to Little Bridges Rodeo Finals in, in Colorado, you might have been lucky to walk out of there with a couple pictures, you know. But man, to be able to document it now, Sam, this is pretty cool. Yeah, you can document and start to finish if you want to. It, Absolutely. It, it is a different world and everybody's got a phone. So the next thing is mind what you're doing and do things right because if you're not yeah it'll be out there yeah that's right and some you're <laughs> always on camera <laughs> they're always yeah. recording in today's world so yeah that's good advice i like that <laughs> i like that uh so that yeah. kicks off in gillette that kicks off on the 16th runs through the 22nd um, and then, and then switching here sam a little bit of a somber note uh or quite a somber note uh, Fred Backless, uh, APRA, uh, bareback riding champion up in, I believe, Warsaw, New York, passed away last week. Um, very, very sad to see that. And, uh, um, God, tough times and, and sending out love and prayers to uh, Michelle and, and Lewis's son. Um, and you knew him, Fred, or uh, Sam, better better than uh, than I did. Uh, I knew him going down the road. I, I did see him compete, you know, when he was winning all of his titles. Um, my impression was always just a great guy. Yeah, you know, Fred uh, and his family, you know, God bless them. It's going to be tough, tough times. And uh, he was an outstanding cowboy. He uh, rode bareback horses, uh, like won that American professional rodeo association i think 13 times uh this was a, a force to be reckoned with here in the bareback ride and then he switched to team roping as he quit riding barebacks and and he got good at that um, not on a huge competitive level but uh he really enjoyed it and uh, him and lewis roped together and then Lewis started putting on events, uh, bull riding events, and they uh, they stay pretty busy with it. So it'll it'll be tough for the family, and uh, he just uh, very very God fearing mm -hmm. man that uh, 
had had cancer and just didn't didn't beat it. Right. It right. beat him, and right. it wasn't much that beat Fred in life, but uh, mm -hmm. we're sad to say that he'll be missed. Absolutely, be very missed. Absolutely, very much. And you know, I can remember when when we were doing some rodeos you know not that long ago he and he and uh, fred and lewis would show up and and it was more about the time together i always got a sense sure it's fun to win it's fun to catch it's fun to do all that in the team roping but man i just always got the impression they simply enjoyed each other's company and got to do something together yes uh, and that's exactly what i got too mm -hmm. you know they they went out there to anything other than to enjoy what they were doing yep. yeah yeah you want to win i don't care who you are you don't enter a rodeo not thinking you're not going to win yep but uh watching them enjoy the time together is uh the biggest thing i took away from them you bet so some lessons there let's enjoy it as we do it right um yeah and and they say the question is can you enjoy the destination if you don't enjoy the journey Right. So we're talking about all the travel and all the planning and all the conditioning and all the skills that need to be built and all the great time that, that we get to spend with one another as we go down the road. In his case, with his son, Lewis, um, you know, for that for that four second team roping or six second team roping run. Uh, that's the destination, I suppose. Right. That's the goal. Yeah. Let's go win a bout buckle. Let's go win a rodeo. But man let's let's uh, let's focus on that journey as much as we do the destination exactly exactly well said yeah um and then uh gal laura and i were traveling back on on uh monday and she gets a post she sees a post come up through and it's about uh, the horse trailer fire um that was out around guthrie um elena holmes and her daughter bailey were traveling uh, had the horses in the back, that gooseneck trailer pulling with a pickup truck, and and the trailer caught on fire. And they are suspicious that, or they're thinking that somebody carelessly may have thrown a cigarette out as they passed, um, and it actually hit the the hay manger, and started started the trailer on fire. And uh, they just finished up the Little Britches Rodeo in Guthrie. They are headed to Shawnee. Uh, to the International Finals Youth Rodeo. Um, they only had a couple hours to go. You know, wasn't that far, it didn't sound like. But uh, they lost the horses and burned the trailer down. And um, the the point that, I mean, how sad that is, how incredibly sad that was. Um, um, Elena and, and her daughter weren't hurt. However, they lost two great horses. Um, and... What I, what I read was put your fly net to your fly screens up on your windows. Um, helps protect the horses, but also a cigarette butt would uh, hit the net and bounce out, bounce away. So very, very sad. Yeah. Very well, sad. Very sad. Um, you know, it, it... <laughs> yeah, the fly, the fly screen, I don't know why you'd want your horse's head sticking out there for stone or something to hit it in the eye I, I, but mm. it if that's and that's the first i heard the cigarette but i guess uh, 
I just assumed it was electrical fire. Or mm-hmm. Bearing, or bearing on a wheel. They said the generator was not on. Um, and they, and they said it started in the, in the hay area. I, I immediately thought it was a, a bearing in the, in the trailer axle. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which would make sense. You know, I, I went to electrical first mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. a bearing would be typical same scenario, but, uh, yeah. it, uh, whatever it is, it, it, uh, and it would be a real shame if it was somebody that just threw a cigarette out the window and then ruined yeah yeah uh, kids dreams and yeah all that and, and they're on the road constantly you oh, know man. these trucks and trailers and it, it's it, it's a dangerous it's a dangerous game we play my mother she always said i never worried about your ride but i worried about you the bet. Crap one. you bet and i would agree with that absolutely yeah. and and there's enough going on to your point you know just just the travel um, and I was watching the Calgary Stampede, I think it was two nights ago, and there was a barrel racer who had a horse that colicked and had to have an emergency colic uh, surgery, right? There's just so much that happens. And, and I, guess, I guess, number one, if you're a cigarette smoker, keep your cigarette butts in your car. No, no sense to throw them out. Um, and then uh, put, put, you know, let's just do everything we can to prevent any of these types of things. If that means packing your bearings, you know, on your, on your trailers, just good maintenance, keeping your wiring up. Like you talked about, Sam, um, man, just a, just a tragic story. Yeah. It, 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 it's a shame. Mm-hmm. It's a shame, but, uh, yeah. we all go through life's trials and don't know why, but, uh, yeah. It happens. So. It happens. It happens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that reminds me, you know, one of the one of the trainings I'm going through right now with the Miracle Activation Center, they have resiliency training. And just real quickly, I'm reading right direct from the book here. Resiliency has been defined as the ability to manage life's challenges, stresses, changes, and pressures effectively. Right. And that's exactly what you just said. So um, and what I'm learning is resiliency is a skill, how we see the world, how we react to the world, what skills can we put in place that can help us in those moments, you know, where where something's happening on the road where something's happening at a rodeo or something happening sitting in your house. Um, there are skills that are available out there right now. So boy you know for me this training coming on just fits into everything we're talking about when we talk about mental conditioning and physical conditioning and that sort of thing so as i get a little bit deeper into this um and it's neat to be a student and learn it's really really neat so i'll talk a little bit more about that as we get rolling on sam i would appreciate that yes we all need to keep learning you lord knows i need yeah (laughs) not to be learned out there and and what i love about it is it's no different than skills that we learn to ride a bull or a bronc or team rope or run barrels or run poles like hayden is going to be doing um it's and and skills can be developed that's what i love about it um and and it gives us the ability to put with a little bit of practice, with a little bit of discipline, and all this requires to build a skill, requires that discipline, requires that, that, um, that practice, that, that doing, if you will. 
So what I love about this training is, no, here's some things you can do in the midst of these things, these challenges and stresses and changes. Here's some different ways maybe to look at it. So, um, yeah, yeah. So we'll get into that a little bit more as we keep rolling on. Um, the International Finals Youth Rodeo is uh, open, opened up on the 9th. It's running through the 14th. Now, both Colton and Dalen, they competed there, right? They, it says they've got about 1,000 entries are going to show up and about a quarter of a million dollars in prize money that gets handed out at the International Finals Youth Rodeo. Yeah, uh, both boys competed there. Um, they would go there before they went to the high school finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've never been there. I always was busy, but mm-hmm. uh, I know a lot of people that run it and work that event. And it's, it's, they say it's just wonderful, just wonderful for the kids. Give big prizes away. And uh, it, it, uh, yeah, it, it's just a wonderful event for these kids. And it's, you know, you, you watch, Calgary and these big rodeos and you see these kids coming up that are rookies and competing with these guys and not just one or two of them, but I, I uh, related all back to, okay, they've been there to the big stage and they've mm-hmm. seen it mm-hmm. and it does, mm-hmm. it's not blinding them when they get there. You bet. They're, they're all about it. They're, I they're, like they know where they want to be and how to get there. And it, the, the big lights are not blinding them. They're, they're moving forward. And uh, it's really showing in the rodeo world now that mm-hmm. uh, the Raleigh Webs and people like that are just moving, to stepping up the next level without missing a beat. That is neat. That is neat. And that's a great perspective. I hadn't thought about that, but you're exactly right. Uh, running in the big events and the pressure of the big events and part of that conditioning that we talk about. Um, so, so speaking of big events, this point where I usually ask how Dalen is, I know I watched him, um, with his rides up in Calgary. Um, and I'm going to just do a spoiler alert here. He has qualified to next Sunday's finals, Sam. Yeah. He, uh, he, he did well. He, he won one round and rode another bull. Uh, he bucked off his first one and. Uh, his hand came out of the rope, whatever the reason, I don't know, but he changed ropes and he's rode the next two cents. So, okay. uh, it, it, uh, yeah, that's what you go for. The, the big money is the Sunday. They take the top four out of each, uh, pool, they say. And, uh, then they, the, the top four money winners out of each pool go back to, to Sunday and that's where the big money is. So okay. Dalen has already advanced. We uh, discussed a little bit of his travel plans and um, I gave him an idea of what to do through from Mark Richmond, which gave it to me. And uh, mm-hmm. Dalen went another route and uh, okay. he, he's going to a rodeo, a PBR in Minnesota, the King of the North one. Okay. And uh, there's Saturday and then he's driving about, it's, 200 to 300 miles back to Minneapolis to fly to Dallas to fly back to Calgary. I see. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I, yep. I said, why did you drive to 
Winnipeg and fly from there to Calgary. It's only, you know, a couple yeah. hours. Yeah. Well, I can sleep on the planes. And stuff, yeah. So. There okay. you go. Okay. Do Get, what you want to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Far so be it for me. Right. 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 So, so. And that's cool, you know, all the different options that go on. I wasn't sure, did he stay, has he, is he staying out? Because he, he qualified on Sunday, right? Right. No, he uh, he actually flew home Monday. Okay. okay. And he's home right now. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, he just, we talked a little bit when he was in the airport and he said, you know, I'm, I'm ready to be home. I want to be home. You bet. You uh, bet. You and, bet. And it, that that is his enjoyment and his peace time go out with his cows yeah you know yeah ride his horse out there ride his buggy out there drive around look at them you know that that is his relaxation is working you bet and uh so mm-hmm. very neat there and 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 feels working. good he's healthy yeah we did talk about that but when he got off his last two he moved very well okay okay Okay. so uh he looks healthy yes okay all right so next sunday um at calgary we're gonna we're gonna be watching and for our listeners you can you can see it live on the cowboy channel it's an app um what's cool about the cowboy channel it's uh you get these live rodeos um and also archived rodeos. So if you happen to miss a, a round, it's at Calgary, and you want to go back and watch it, super easy to find. Go go watch it. And it also includes the, the National Finals Rodeo, all 10 rounds of that. So the Cowboy Channel, uh, they're not a sponsor, Sam, but I am going to plug them. I, that's how I watch it. Um, and they have, of course, 100 rodeos <laughs> in 100 days. So they're out there covering absolutely every rodeo that's around. It, 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 uh, for the people like me, you know, the Cowboy Channel, when the boys were going to the high school finals and I had to stay home and work, yeah, and I didn't get to see it, I, you know, great, great for these parents that are supporting their kids but don't get the opportunity to go be with them, right? Uh, it, it is, it is a wonderful, wonderful tool, and like Calgary, uh, uh, people. Everything stops when Dalen was riding at Calgary. You know, I yep. gotta. Yep. I'm gonna get home and sit and watch it. So, yep. Uh, yep. and Colton, you know, when are you gonna be on? I, I want to know so that I can watch it. You bet. So, you uh, bet. It, it, it's evolving, you know, oh. and uh, the more people it brings in, the better it'll be. There's enough rodeo, Sam. You can you can watch a rodeo or rodeos 24 seven now. You're never yes. not with the archives and everything. I don't think a person could keep up and watch them all unless that was like a full-time job. Yeah. Um, and you can pick and choose. And, Absolutely. You know, it, it's really good. And it's I really didn't even think about it. The high school rodeo's got to be up on there. That's perfect. So Cowboy Channel. Go, go. And, and I, no doubt there'll be a big surge in subscriptions because we're talking about it. Right, but it's okay, Cowboy Channel. You just keep rolling, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Let us know how you make out. <laughs> yeah, let us know how you make out. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the high school finals, I got to think that has got to be a huge, huge boost for them. Yeah. For some yep. people, grandparents, and 
people that aren't into it, some relatives. I got a kid out there, and subscription-wise, they got to have a big boost when that's going on. Oh, I got to imagine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and let's see. We talk, we've talk. we been talking about rodeos, of course, going on. Ellicottville, that happened on the 29th through the 2nd. You went out. I saw some pictures. You went out, and you checked out the rodeo. Uh, what would you come away with, Sam? Oh, actually, I didn't make it there. Oh, I thought I had pictures. I saw you with pictures with Tim Kent. No? No, not this year. Oh, uh, oh, oh. Memories? Stuff, stuff came up that I did not. Yeah, most oh. of the memories. Okay, uh, <laughs> okay. Stuff came up. I didn't make it down. I was had every intention, and Eli got set up different from when he wanted, and uh, Raymond, and I had to help my daughter move, so I didn't didn't get down there okay uh, okay sorry i didn't but oh. uh there's been some good people to see but uh, yeah. there'll be time absolutely and and i thought you saying there'll be time people uh do it yeah <laughs> absolutely no 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 let's uh let's learn some lessons here let's uh let's not wait let's not procrastinate uh but but uh i saw in the bareback ride and saw some results already up this is on the apra uh, dot com results page. Uh, Tim Kent wins the bareback ride in there with a 78 point ride. Saddle Bronx, Stephen Grafen goes 78 points, and Cody McCandless, 78 points in the bull riding. The only bull rider, Sam, he walks out with a little, he walks out with $2,340. Um, so <laughs> evidently he got all the ground money, all the money. Yeah. Yeah, he got it all. And, uh, Good for him, but I the crowd loves it when people ride. So that means there was probably another fifty contestants yep. that didn't make the whistle. Yep. Uh, yep. And, and in the tie down roping, there were four guys that were under ten seconds. Sam, and anytime you see anything under ten seconds, you're looking at some pretty good roping. Yeah, Ellicottville draws some very good contestants, and it, it, it's it's good watching and. The competitors push each other, so it's a good show. Good show, good show. And then we had, uh, I love it that they have the cowgirl breakaway roping. 2.7 seconds was good enough to tie for first and second, Sam. 2.7 seconds. That event... You know, I don't know how much faster they can get. Right, right. <laughs> and there's all kinds of people that are so good, you know. And, you know, it, it started from the junior level. And now these girls that have done it their whole life can keep going with it. Oh, I love it. Absolutely. It's, it's just, yeah, there's so many girls out there that are so good. Yep. So good. Yeah. And then I'm looking at uh, um, I'm looking at some of the the personnel that was there. Of course, you had Wade Hazlett. He uh, he was one of the pro judges. He's from back in our day. Sam Danigan, uh, Rob Wright was picking up. Uh, Jesse Markle was fighting bulls. Jerry Todd, the announcer, he does Attica. Uh, just always does a great job. And then you had Hollywood Harris. Cliff Cliff Harris was there. So it sounds like they had everybody turned out for this. So uh, um, always do a neat job up there um, at at the at the Kent's uh, farm up there, Ellicottville, New York. Very good rodeo. Yep. Yeah, and uh, 
sounds like they had the whole crew together like it used to be and <laughs> that's uh, right did an outstanding job i'm sure yeah yeah i was surprised yeah. to see dan again because she she had to be hustling out of there to get to shawnee because she's always the the secretary for shawnee out there the international finals youth rodeo so um she she's putting on the yeah, miles right now yeah there's most years she can't do that but right. uh, like this year she won't be able to do ford city because she'll be in shawnee and yep. most of the time she can't do ellicottville because she's in shawnee so. yeah yeah. Yeah. Excited to see that she's out and about. Uh, and then Fort City, as you just talked, Fort Armstrong Rodeo, that went on last weekend. I haven't seen any results yet. Uh, saw some pictures, some memories popped up, Sam, uh, the, both on your on yours at Odd Bide. Some great pictures and just, just great memories um, that popped up. Uh, and then Benton kicks off this week. Uh, actually kicked off last night, I believe, some barrel racing, some some team penning, that sort of thing. And the rodeo itself kicks off tomorrow night. Uh, so it's tomorrow night, it, uh, Thursday night, it's Friday night, Saturday night, always at 7.30, Sunday night, Bulls, Bronx, and Barrels uh, at 7.30 as well. You can check them out at BentonRodeo.com. And this is their 38th annual and then, of course, we've got kind of the bookend to, to, the, to the rodeo run up here, August 3rd through the 6th. It's going to be Atticus celebrating 65 years. Uh, we already said Mike's going to be up there with his poutine uh, food truck. So uh, invite you out for that. Uh, opens up on Thursday, August 3rd, uh, 8 p.m. and closes on Sunday at 2 o'clock. So um, lots of opportunities. I think five performances total. Lots of opportunities for you to get out and see it. Will you be able to get over there, Sam, or are you going to be traveling? Um, I believe I'll get to Attica. Um, if I'm home, I'll, I'll go to some of the shows. Yes. Mm -hmm. Can't okay. miss it if you're around. Oh, no. Uh, no, you got to get there. Absolutely. Yeah. Rena's always in great condition that they just do such a great job there. And, and lots of cowboys, to your point, cowgirls have come through that rodeo arena. And, uh, um, no, always a great rodeo to go see. Lots of food. Stop by and see Gene. You got to talk Gene Routenstraw if you're up there, don't you? Kind of the. Yeah. 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 We, we need to talk to Gene. We need to, we need to get a hold of Gene, I think. Yeah. Gene and Dave Wheeler would be very good to talk about the history of that rodeo you bet you bet yeah great fun um and then um we're about to wrap up any other news eli or raymond or nieces or nephews just anything else going on sam um uh, well uh raymond has been doing well mm -hmm. he he didn't go very hard last week he's going pretty good this week uh and Raymond just rides so good when his when everything comes together. Mm -hmm. And Eli had a rough week the week before, but uh, last week he had a really good week, and uh, he we chatted a little bit and really turned things around. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they're they're doing well. And Colton is uh, he's out on the road living a dream, just driving and riding and steer wrestling and. He's in Salt Lake City. This he was there yesterday and the past two days. Yeah, and uh, he 
in Vernal, Utah. He did very well. Um, didn't win it, but he might have split second, third, and fourth with uh, oh, one of the guys was Tyler Wagesback, oh, wow. world yeah. champion. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, you're going against those guys every time you nod your head. So it's got to be right, but it, it'll, it, it's coming around for him. I can, you know, hear him. He's really enjoying it. Okay. When you okay. enjoy something, what you're doing, you'll work harder at it and it'll come together. You bet. You bet. And, and he feels good. He's healthy. Shoulders, knees, everything feel right. Yeah. Colton, he didn't tell me he's sore and, Okay. Uh, we, we, when we talk, it's, uh, because I don't know as much about what he does. It's how's your traveling partners, you know, how, how mm-hmm. is things going? How's your horses, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, he, he, he feels good as far as I know. Uh, he did not say anything other than that. Okay. So. And how long do you know, is he going to be out? He's staying out. How long? Uh, I mean, oh, all the yeah, way. That's, uh, we discussed that the other day because <laughs> yeah. uh, he, uh, I have a camper at a camping spot for him to stay in back in Oklahoma. Yeah. And I said, well, if you're not coming back till <laughs> October, I don't want to spend the money to keep right, it there. Right. And uh, so that's where we ended up. He's staying out till October oh, as far as oh, know. So, wow. 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 Yep. Very impressive. Very mm-hmm. impressive. Maybe you can sublet it out, Sam, so you don't even have to move it. Just <laughs> just sublet it, yeah. somebody. Um so so what's happened with the horses then? All the all the horses he has in training. Well, his mother has taken over that job. Okay. <laughs> and she loves it, so that's good. She's riding uh, horses for him? She's yep. oh nice. She's, Excellent. She's riding them for him and gives me an update on how they're doing and uh and yeah. Uh, she's taking care of them and riding them oh wow oh wow okay well very good excellent um that that can be a lot of horses and bulldog and horses will probably be barrel horses when Uh, he gets home well uh, you know (laughs) if you're going to be out in october that may just be and 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 she can put together some good barrel racing horses that'll work too they'll sell also sam yeah um, yeah more versatile the better (laughs) more versatile the better (laughs) absolutely so anything we haven't talked about, man, it's been too long. We just took one week off, Sam. It's only one week, but it seems like there's so much going on right now, and that's kind of the cowboy Christmas uh, mentality right now. Yes, busy times, busy times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if nothing else, Sam, we'll say good day and be safe up there. Uh, no more smoke. Uh, hasn't been any smoke lately. Hopefully the fires are out up there. I haven't heard anything. Uh, okay. So I, I, uh, I pray for those people that it, it's uh, done and run its course and uh, they can get back to real life. All right, Sam, will enjoy your day. We hope that you enjoy our podcast as much as we enjoy doing. I got to tell you, uh, anytime I can talk to Sam and we cover the things we cover, it is so much fun. Uh, If you do, please share it with your friends. Uh, Help us spread the word. We got the posters up, but you know what? You can share our posts on your Facebook page. The more that hear it, uh, we just want to spread the word. Help somebody find it on their phone. Help them follow it, like it. 
share it, um, all that sort of thing. To make your listening easier, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Search for Beyond the Shoots and follow us. Reminder, check out the New York State Rodeo Museum Facebook group page and become a member of that. So many great pictures are being posted up there. This is Beyond the Shoots. Until next time, this is Doug Simcox and Sam Swearingen. Thank you for listening.